You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Let's talk about it. Oh, shit. All right. Well, the recording is in progress for episode 286. Oh, my God. This is a banger. Oh, my God. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. Hey, Jeff Albright. The return. Hey, what's up, buddy? I don't know if we said that. What? I don't know if we said it was broadcast. Number 286. Yeah. Jeff, turn your video on so we don't talk over you. Okay, there's no light in my room, so let me see. Hold on. Oh, you guys keep going. I'll figure that Jeff's out. Jeff's a vampire. Yeah, I am. I am. All right. So wait, we were, you guys we were keep talking, going. Okay. We were talking some about uh, DC. Mitch, yeah, DC. James uh, Gunn. Everybody's fired at DC. Well, not everybody. I mean, it looks like Aquaman's still a go. I I have a strong feeling he's going to get canned as soon as the movie is out for like six weeks. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's going to make like a billion dollars, and then James Gunn's going to send him back in. Yeah. And then Patty Jenkins walked away from Wonder Woman 3. Gal Gadot, not 100% out of the role, but it's going to be retooled probably. I, I have a strong feeling she's probably out of the role as well. I say get rid of all of them. I and think that, they are. And not to say that they're bad. Obviously, I think Henry Cavill is a great looking Superman. I just think this start over that this whole franchise was fucking tainted by Zack yeah, Snyder. Dude, there's a bunch of pretty guys. We can say find him? another. There's a bunch of pretty dudes. We can find another Superman. Yeah. And Wonder Woman was great, but everyone's replaceable. Wonder Woman was good, I think. The first she looked, one. She looked the part. Yeah, but I don't know that she was ever great. I think the first movie was great. I think she was fun in Justice League, but I don't think she was like a great Diana. She's kind of flat. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'll give you that. Yeah. So like it's it's not I think the biggest loss is probably Cavill because he does have the chops to pull off Superman even though he was put in bad movies. Yeah. And he quit The Witcher to come back for Black Adam is that what I'm We don't understand? know that. Well, the timing is 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 there but we don't know if that was the reason. He might have been fired is what I was reading. Oh. It's it sounds like they made that decision right before he made that decision right before Gunn made any major decision. And then Gunn gave him a huge heads up. And that's why he already had the whole Warhammer thing hammered out with Amazon, all the lawyers by the time it was. Which I'm sure is what he legitimately would prefer because he geeks out over that. Yeah, I think he's stoked on what he's about to do. But he, because he got word before, I think a lot of the other people, I think, I think Gunn, it sounds like Gunn extended an olive branch because he felt bad knowing that the guy had just given up a job for this job and he was determined to fire him. Not just a so, job, but like a successful. He, he, yeah. So he sounds like he got a little bit of a head start on everybody else of knowing like, Hey man, uh, you're fired. Don't say anything till the public announcement, but because he he had all that Warhammer shit amassed two days after he was fired. It was announced that he was doing that. Yeah, well, what he's also you, producing it. Say I thought I had my video on. I thought I had my video on, but it doesn't seem to be cutting in. What is Warhammer specifically? I know it's a game, but what like what kind of game is it? And he's obsessed with it, right? That's yeah, like his it's jam. A, it's a dice game. 
it's a tabletop war strategy game where you uh, you have these miniatures and you uh, accumulate them and move them around the board doing stuff. And uh, a lot of like hardcore nerds, kind of like there him. we go. There you, you have go. to have light. Uh, like they like to paint them. Okay. Like, they like, like miniatures. miniatures. Yeah, like, like mini figures. figs and shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we, I mean, we, I, we could ask Cabell's a long-term, long-time listener of the pod. He's a big, yeah. and what is the, for, what is the 40 K aspect of it? Uh, I think the iteration it's, that's like their most famous iteration. I think it's, it's like, wow. I think it just means the future. Is it? I think that's like, yeah, but it's, they've done Warhammer. They've done, they've done other versions. It's just like, that's like their grand theft auto five. Mm-hmm. That's the version they put out that they just 40,000. Wow. Nice. Yeah. They keep expanding on it instead of doing a new iteration. They've stuck with this one. Cause it was so popular sure, right. and so fleshed out that it doesn't feel outdated after 20 years. Uh, Where it, like, Kind of like Magic. Magic's been version 3.5 for like 20 years. and they But they updated all the way to 3.5 in the 40 years before that. They went through 1.1, Like They did crazy iterations on those and then finally hit a point where it was popular enough and well-built enough that they were like, we can just expand on this forever. We don't need to ever strip it down to the frame to and build these are, a new these are big like i say but... tabletop games i play tabletop games basically these that's are like what dedicated we talk about table bigger games. board game this is like a huge table game you need a few right you know when you're at comic-con and there's those giant tables that are like have custom fucking structures and terraces right. and valleys and, in them and mountains yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit it's like a table for an old train track <laughs> yes yeah, pretty train, much. Yeah. Like yeah. having a dedicated pool table. Uh, I just looked it up. The 40K means uh, it takes place in the year 40,000. Jesus. Right. Like, yeah, okay. Like you said, the nice. 41st millennium. But it's still an iteration of the game, right? Right. Yes. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because there was Warhammer and then Warhammer 40K. And, and it's uh, the science fiction counterpart to Warhammer Fantasy, which is what the original Warhammer started off. Right. Cool. And then, and then, yeah, there's just a million different expansions or different stories or different versions or different character groups. And- I haven't played it. Uh, I've played other games similar. We're moving pieces around and uh, I, en- I enjoy that stuff, but I've never uh, wanted to get into a game like that where it requires me to buy all kinds of extra stuff it's i really have a expensive dude mini some of those miniatures are huge totally because like the dragons and the monsters are like scales so they'll be like fucking ginormous yeah yeah like i i did a show once at a warhammer like event and there was like a whole room dedicated to like painting the minifigs. Mr. Horse and Sword himself. I know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it the was Warhammer called the Festival Convention. of Blades. <laughs> we had this really cool client back at DR when Kayvon still had that place open. Uh-huh. And, he, and he was a graphic artist and he did dope campaigns and he would show me the stuff he was doing and he worked at nickelodeon in the 90s and he was great dude he was awesome awesome guy that's sweet but like his best paying gig he ever had was when they launched warhammer he got hired on by that company to be their minifig painter for all their big uh, displays throughout the world that's dope yeah and he was like dude they were paying me in like i guess like 1994 or something i think they were paying him like fucking two hundred dollars an hour paint the figs oh, it, it, God, it was i would bananas. paint the like fuck was, out 
out of those figs. <laughs> I'd work overtime. Yeah. And well, that's what got him hardcore into like, oh, I guess I need to go get a degree for my art. Are they still pewter? Are they like actually pewter? That's the word I was looking for earlier. I don't think like, so. They remember back in the day, though, when like D&D figures were all like pewter. There was, there was like weight to them. Yeah, that's when only like 10 people were playing. But now <laughs> it's millions. The D&D figures were lead. Lead? <laughs> oh, even better, so Those kids right? were... The original kids are all dead. Just, yeah. <laughs> the, the uh, Henry Cavill couldn't see through them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, uh, we would probably be hard pressed to find that now, but I bet they're all 3D printed or, you know, oh, some kind yeah. of, uh, there you uh, go. like live rosin. Yeah. They're resin. rosin. Yeah. They're rosin. That is they're, rosin they're, weed and resin is plastic. No, rosin and no. resin could be weed. Rosin and resin are both weed. They're both real terms that are being misused when they talk about weed. Mm. Okay. But but they sound more marketable than like the right terms. Rosin is a resin, but it's a solid form. Right. Oh. Right. But resin is from the plant matter, not the flower. So right. what we have is an oil extract. So that's what right. it is. It's, it's right. harder to sell hashes. Like, well, this is a live lipid hashish that is concentrated and has a high terpene. Qu- there, it's way more marketable. Just call it rosin. Okay. Okay. Isn't- so Henry Cavill is going to scrape out all his pipes and make some new figures, huh? <laughs> yeah. isn't keef though isn't that like uh, uh are those just the crystals that fall off the leaf or are those a hardened form of hash is no. the hardened form of the resin hash no hash is the hardened form of the resin off the, the leaf the, the thc no it's it's crystalline oh. it's once you break the wax structure that it's oil underneath but they're crystalline it's all over the leaf it's what makes certain you know how certain plants look hairy Mm-hmm. They have a structure on them called a trichrome, Ooh. and the trichrome's a stalk with a ball on it. So it's got all these little spikes on it that are imperceivable to you. So they just look kind of hairy. I love it when you and talk. The about heads it. of those is where most <laughs> of the THC is in the weed plant. So when you do hash with like gas or or uh, lipids, which is what all this live shit's made with, mm-hmm. you're running a liquid fat through all the flower matter. Mm. And the only thing that's fat soluble in there is the wax. The THC. Well, the whole wax membrane. And that's why you Got get it. a couple different cannabinoids and a little bit of the terpene. I love hash. So all you get is the head. Whereas with old hash, they were compressing weed to break all those wax membranes. And that's why it'd be so dark is they were pressing in plant matter. Oh. Where mine's just amber because it's just the trike head. That's, that's the difference. That's why old oh. hash tastes better because it's got plant matter in it so it has more shit to carry okay oh learn something new thanks all right well back Mm. to the point all right Right. get rid of all the dcu which now is their moniker they're going with that of course yeah Uh, but what about robert pattinson no he's got another movie that's fine. No, they're gonna, have to they're gonna keep doing Robert Pattinson films, but he's not the DCEU Batman. Right. They're gonna they're called Elseworld stories. Just uh, I mean, it's always been something. They're they're using the yeah. Elseworld as the yeah. Well, but we don't have. Why do we have to give it a label? Comics just do that, right? There are comics right. that come out that aren't part of the the generalized uh, storyline. Maybe they have canon. Maybe they don't. I I don't know. I suppose, but they they exist, and we read them and we enjoy them, and it doesn't interfere with anything that's going on in in the DC universe. Affleck's He's, already been in for meetings with Gunn. Oh. He's a director, though, right? Yeah, I was just gonna wait for everybody to go. What? 
<laughs> but yeah, he's sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to fucking flick your dick before you came. Well, no, you're fine. It sounds like Gunn's gonna let him direct one of the franchise pieces. He'd be mm. perfect. And real quick, I've never liked him as an actor except as Batman. And I think he's a great director. I'll, yeah, I'll I agree. That. I would agree uh, very hard. But I, I think I, I, I could see him coming back as like a, uh, a fifty-two Batman, an, an alternate Batman, uh, a older Bruce Wayne. If they don't do what we want with Michael Keaton, I don't know, C- Commissioner Gordon, mm. like an old, like a younger. I mean, I'm not saying they'll do that. They, I feel like they're going to use him and some if he yeah. wants to be used. Yeah, I bet he'll he be used in one of the Elseworlds projects, or they'll do Kingdom. Totally, come. it could be a one. have him, yeah. Especially if they have him around directing, dude. I think it'd be dope if he directed Gail Simone's Plastic Man. Wow. Especially if he could That's get Kevin to do a rework of the script, I think that'd be a dope collaboration, like right in his wheelhouse kevin smith no both oh, of them I, I think for ben affleck directing that it's a sweet guy who's a criminal who means well and mm-hmm. is put in a hard spot and like like most of the best films he's done are kind of that a, a good dude who's in a hard spot or a good guy who's not in the spot he should be in and like giving that a sense of heart and like ability and then kevin would write the shit out of it Especially oh. reworking from where she started with that six issue miniseries. Oh, yeah. Because all he'd be doing is fleshing out dialogue. And I think he'd have like a weird dedicated drive for it if it meant like getting to be friends with Ben again. What? Because Jennifer Garner famously shut that down. What movies were made for DC, right, that are still coming out before James Gunn had any say? Flash and Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Flash and Rob Bat, Bat and Bat 2. Right. But and Wonder a, Woman 3. A, I mean, why couldn't Zaslav fucking written? Well, Wonder Woman 3 isn't coming out. Right. Uh, what was the one you said, Mitch, right before that? Batman Robert Pattinson, 2. Batman 2. Oh, okay. That's not right. made yet. That's not in the can. Right. Oh, just, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying any of these movies that are made, um, Gunn's going to have to, you know, set the direction after those movies come out. Um, I, think I was hoping. Hap- I think he's slowly testing it now. I think that's why projects are getting canceled in batches. Yeah. I was hoping that maybe they would throw a plastic man into the Flash movie because in Flashpoint, I believe he shows up as as, as a bad guy. Yeah. And Flash does? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's the story I read where he goes into a jail cell or he goes into like a jail or a prison inside of a person and then comes out of that person. Oh, Jesus. Kills them. Blows them up. Yeah. And breaks somebody out of prison. Uh, and I was going to say that I always thought Plastic Man, I know it wasn't in the old cartoon, but in a lot of the comics that I've read, he has ties to Batman because um, oh, Batman's like a strong proponent of a Plastic Man, despite the power. Well, yeah. and that Plaz would pretty much be a criminal if Bat, if the Bat didn't believe in him in the first place. Right. Like in most of the tellings, he's a bad dude or right. like a criminal dude, not a bad dude. He's a good dude who's a criminal. Right. And then he gets these powers and does the right thing a couple of times. And then Bat tells him like, hey, man. Like I know who you are. He gives right? them the. You can change with your great life. Power comes great responsibility. Dude. Yeah, pretty much. And then Plaz always looks up to him. And then Batman's quoted famously in the Justice League of saying that Plaz is the most dangerous one of all of them. 
be interesting if DC could use Plastic Man as maybe like what Marvel's going to use Dare or not Daredevil, but uh, Deadpool for um, skipping across Bridget. the timeline and bridging everything and giving it some comedic effect, but yet he's super fucking powerful and unkillable. Um, so that he's just like, I don't care, I can jump across all these time streams string things together i don't know but that's a good point i mean he's he could be that comedic relief that ties everything together he's like god level powerful right right he can't he's die just yeah he's just too nice well andy can be anything he's like green lantern but better he doesn't need to recharge he can literally be anything the dude he just thinks about it. liquid yeah he can do anything so it's is he like he's limited by him as long as there's one atom of him left he can regenerate or something like that oh i mean like he can turn into any substance so like if you, you'd have to like completely fucking kill him in his sleep and then hope his subconscious isn't responding to even break him down to one atom like how are you even going to do that it's not like wolverine's power where you can break it down to a fine mist and then he regenerates it's that you can hit it as hard as he wants the fucker's fluid mm. like if that's that's why bats is saying like he's the most dangerous one the guy is literally anything he wants to be yeah he could be big he could be small he can be liquid he I can don't turn himself can sustain into it for for too long though in the books that's not a drain they've used that as like a talking point in a couple of the cartoons but he can hold his form he stays an egg for like 700 years in one storyline mm. yeah i would have a hard time with that but i'll tell you i think as much as i'd like to see him in a movie i think plastic man would make a really cool series yeah i do too i but i can see how the six issue miniseries that gail did would be mm-hmm. like a perfect movie. It's it's like a three act movie. Really, um, but I, and it's and it's his introduction. So like you do that, and then I could see it being a series. I like you have bats at the end in the alley after he stops these crooks, being like, "Hey, man, I think you're amazing. You sh- you really need to work on this. Do right by everybody that you've ever done wrong." And then they can do a series about him being like your friendly neighborhood plastic man. I I think an origin show would be good. Like there's some kind of dilemma, and then they. They flash back to origin stuff. And if they use her, her, you know, her run, that would be great. It's so good. It's so fucking good. It's one yeah. of the best comic books of the last five years. Man, I'm going to have to get it. So who would, who would you cast to play Plastic Man? Dude, that's mm-hmm. really hard. Because it was 30 years ago, Jim Carrey would kick dick. But totally. the bastard couldn't pull it off now. Oh, uh, you don't think? No. Well, how old is he? What age are we looking at? Maybe he's for like, a one-off, but not for a sustained. 30. He's like in his 30s. 33? Yeah, 30, he's 35? like, he's oh, already kind of weird. Chris Pratt. Prime. <laughs> <laughs> he just do the voice. He's like a fabulous producer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about Chris Pine with black hair? Nah, he's too pretty. I think, like, Plastic Man has to be, like, a guy that would be believable as, like, Never having anything handed to him. Chris Estrada. Um, what do you from mean by that, that? From this fool. That'd be pretty cool, actually. What do you mean that'd by be that? Really cool. I mean, like Plastic Man shouldn't be like leading man pretty. Um, I don't know about that. He he's always had. I mean, he's got charisma. Is he, he has I mean, chari- Yeah, his hair. He's, he's got, got the, the charisma a man hair. gets from being ugly. Yeah. He's got. He has that after he's plaid. A little old. That's true. Okay. Yeah. He has dope hair once he can do whatever he wants with his hair because he's plastic. He does kind of go. I mean, from I can remember, he looks like Buddy Holly a little bit, right? Like right. mm -hmm. Okay. I like your John Hamm suggestion, but a little, little way younger. Yeah, it's too late now. Yeah. Yeah. 
And he's he was, even a little chiseled to be because like John Ham's the kind of guy that could like just go get a bank job. Like that's the kind of pretty where like you don't end up robbing convenience stores to get through your life. Mm-hmm. Like Jeremy Renner, you work at that man. Pretty. He's not the right role, but he's the kind of like he's Hollywood pretty, but he's not a dude that can carry a franchise. We need a guy like that. Dude, I'm looking at this picture right now and I totally oh. see what you're talking about with the Jim Carrey. Who's uh this oh my god, uh Black Widow's husband. Oh, Colin Jost. Colin Jost, yes. Yeah. Honestly, his brother would even be better. Casey Jost would rule. Casey Jost. What about Casey they, Affleck? If he looks like his <laughs> Casey Affleck. I don't Casey he might be Affleck too old now. Dope if he's not canceled. He's is he canceled? Uh yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, when your did. brother has to stop working with you, <laughs> you're done. Yeah, you're done. You fucked up pretty hard when your own blood's like, yeah, man, I can't, uh, not in public. Can I get a grip job, bro? Yeah, kind of like Franco. If your own, if your own brother turns on you, it's it's bad. Well, what about Dave Franco? Is he's not canceled yet, is he? No, but his brother is. Right, but Dave yeah. Franco could probably pull it off. Dave oh, Franco's he- definitely too pretty. But he's more in the vein of like the right look. Oh shit! What about Adam Divine and age? Adam Adam Divine would be great, but I don't think he's tall enough. Plastic Uh, Man should be kind of lanky. Like I was thinking, even that kid that played the cripple on a Jim Jeffries show, if he was that age, Bill, if it was ten years ago, but he's got he looks kind of old. Somebody goofy like that. Mm. Fred Armisen. 15 years ago before he started totally oh yeah he had the hair too yeah fred savage he got canceled right he's done what oh he's too old anyway 46 i don't think he's canceled i think he got called out well shit because he he got called out for being an asshole not what about what about uh what about sheldon what's that guy's name jim parsons jim Jim parsons would be dope but he's also look at a current picture of him he's aged since oh, he's old. Off TV. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> that big bang money is not yeah. saving him. Get to your ass to Sephora, motherfucker. <laughs> Will you just get the kid playing young Sheldon and just make it <laughs> come out? In 10 Honestly, years. that's what I thought yeah. you were saying for a second. And that might not be that bad. If that kid loses his baby fat just a little bit in the next year, he'd probably be pretty good at it. Well, you know, they start putting workout money towards yo. Yo, the older brother from Young Sheldon. Never seen it. I don't know. I just know who the kid is. Have you guys seen that sh- that movie that uh, Jody put out on uh, Netflix? Like uh, Jody Hill. Yeah, it's like the True Confessions of a Wild Deer Hunter. Oh no! But we talked about it briefly. It's the kid in that, and they must have filmed that movie. The Legacy of a White-tailed Deer Hunter. Yeah, and the kid in that, I'm almost a thousand percent positive as the kid in young sheldon unless he has a little brother that has a oh, he was like, in it. like a, a little twin it's the same kid right yeah he was in it yeah uh, montana jordan movie. they filmed that movie way before it came out because he isn't like two years younger than he is in sheldon he's like 10 years younger and the show the movie supposedly came out in 2018 according to netflix uh-huh. even yeah. though they just premiered it it's really the dates are weird i think we did the math a couple episodes back and found out that that was uh filmed in like 2015 or something okay, and then it didn't yeah. get released until now and yeah. they called it a 2018 film because that's when it was at a festival or some shit right, uh, right, right very funny movie but that kid if you gave him the hair he just he's like a dipshit and he's funny enough 
and like in great shape and he's not known so he wouldn't be like a leading man draw he's also not like crazy pretty or nothing i i just can't i I, the most recent exposure to plastic man i just keep envisioning uh what's his name dana oh fuck what's his name dana snyder no i mean he's skinny now so that would be fun but he's old as dirt he is old as dirt but i just you know i whenever i think of plastic man i just think of master shake's voice that's the figure i have next to my computer in my office i have a big 12 inch master shake version of plastic that's the one that you outlined and made him look more true to form right yeah yeah (laughs) the drizzle yeah I want to see uh, a dead man. Well, there that's oh. the big that's the big rumor of what Affleck's pulling for. Really? Yeah, the rumor is that's what he wants to do, but I think he'd almost be better used with something with like a little bit more heart that isn't romantic, heavy heart, like character heart. Well, why not do a dark then and do a Justice League dark and then we could bring Constantine back. You could throw a Zatanna in there. Oh, no, I want Dead Man to happen. I just don't know if Affleck's perfect. I think Affleck's perfect for Plastic Man. I would agree with that. I think he'd be great at Batman because of his level of interest. And I think he'd be okay or good at Dead Man. But I don't know if he'd be my first choice. Like if I was James Gunn, I'd be strongly trying to talk him into a plastic man so yeah so what's the justice league look like going forward is it gonna be our traditional well, lineup with a young superman young soups which leads me to believe we're gonna get a young to like pretty young bruce wayne diana and i don't know how they're gonna break who they're gonna bring in when because it makes kind of more sense to have terrestrial heroes with superman before we start adding in gods and people from other realms they did that right. a little quick in the last one we need a different earth and we need a a, a wally west flash a young wally west we need that john stewart gl yeah i think a different earth is huge because ultimately they want to may want to bring all these people back yeah kind of like the spider-mans you know what i mean just like oh shit we can't bring affleck back we can bring gal back right 20 years you know 15 years from now and yeah. people will lose their minds in the theater and be like oh my god i remember when i was a kid she was wonder woman and they brought her back you know what i mean so the elseworlds concept again they're yeah they're gonna do they're just gonna do whatever they want they're just saying there is no singularity it's compartments and you watch sure what you like I think Peacemaker's for sure going to be part of the core universe. He has yeah. to. Yeah, there's no way. I think I think definitely in Gunn's heart, that's got to be like when he started his real control. Because there that's had to ticket. be there had to be already agreements starting to be in place when they gave him that because yeah, they and, gave him that on a whim. Like he's and you don't want to lose John up. Cena as a talent. I mean, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you could recast him as someone else, but it's just like we'll see it and be like, that's Peacemaker. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to say something that could be, uh, pretty crazy, but I think John Cena is the, the pinnacle of movement from wrestling to act more so than the rock. Yes. More so than Dave Batista. I, I, I'll put Dave Batista to the side. Uh, I would say that Batista might be the best actor. Well, the rock might be, I love the rock. I love them as, as a wrestler and I like his movies a lot. But, you know, it's The Rock. It's like Vin Diesel. You know, you like it, but it's the same right. thing. It's always, it's always The Rock. John Cena yeah. has has more depth to his acting. He's totally. enjoyable to watch. He's very natural in front of the camera. 
awkwardly so and he's and he's just wonderful dave bautista i will also give full props to man but i would say don cena is is the best and i love roddy piper and i love his movies i think i (laughs) think bautista might be one of the weaker parts of glass onion oh no i could see that he's not very believable in his role and you'd think he would be it was a little over the top. I think more of like Blade Runner 2049, Dave Batista, yeah. that limited scenes he had in that. And then I just love him as Drax, even in the, um, I don't know if you guys have talked about the Christmas special, but even oh, yeah. in that, I thought he was great. I didn't like wonderful. the Christmas special that much, but he made it watchable for me. It was just really? like, I thought it was fun. It was I fun. I mean, yet. I'm not a huge Christmas guy, but I watched it and. Um, I think the opening music was a little too long for me, even though I I do like that band. Um, It just, ah, there was something, it was just a little too, too much music at the front. Um, They later put that in the middle. But anyways, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Um, I'd probably watch it it again. Yeah, I'd watch it again. But Drax is just, he's so great at Drax. Nice. I I, I don't know, man. That's That's a pretty bold statement. Something that we should have people who listen weigh in. Who's the best wrestler turned actor? Is it Jonathan Q. Cena? Well, I think Cena's got the biggest future too. So I think what Matt was saying is like I think the up the uptick for John Cena is huge right now. I think he's the better actor. I do than, think he's a better actor than but I think he's better than Batista too. I think Batista's very good. I think he's a solid second. He's limited like, too. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of Batista's like best acting is like I was thinking about it up. You said it's like 2049, where he's doing pretty small roles really well. Right. But we've really only seen him kind of play the one kind of dummy. I think why it came to my mind, too, is he's I just watched the new M. Night Shyamalan trailer. uh, The knock on the cabin. Do I watched it literally an hour ago? And so he's in that and he looks he's he's supposed to be one of the main uh, leads in that. So that looked intriguing, even though Shyamalan can be up or down, you know, hit or miss. I've yeah, but noticed. it's been a couple of weeks since I watched that trailer, but he's also kind of playing like the soft spoken giant. Yes, exactly. Man, same right? kind of thing. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I mean. He keeps getting put in roles that you don't need a lot of range to do for any kind of long thing. So I wonder yeah. if that's like the length of his ability. Yeah. Uh, have any of you seen that movie, uh, Stuber, with him and Kumail Nanjani? No. Looks that movie's man. really fucking funny, man. It's hilarious, but again, he's playing Drax with a better control of English. That's true. But was, oh, I just looked it up. All three of them are pretty old. Uh, John Cena's the youngest at 45. The Rock is 50. Wow. Dave Batista, 53 wow. years old. Wow. Whoa, dude. I didn't know they were all that old. Yeah. I, I'm surprised John Cena's that old. I knew The Rock because he was like a young man in the 90s with the Attitude Era wrestling. Right. I liked, uh, wasn't Bautista, he was in uh, Hotel Artemis with Jodie Foster as this kind of, uh, it's this hotel that's a medical place for um, highly criminal in- individuals that can afford to get, and it's a place of shelter. Uh, like nothing book. nothing bad goes down there. It was a good movie. Holy huh. shit. Look at this cast. Jodie Foster, yeah. Sterling K. Brown, Jeff Goldblum, it, Charlie Day. It, it, yeah, it did yeah. not do well. Damn, uh, yeah, it had a very short run. I think it oh, came out God. against competition. I don't think oh, it said it was a bad movie. I, I, think. I saw it on a plane. I think so. Maybe that gives a certain, you know, uh, air to it. But it was enjoyable. Mitch yeah. does it. What was the return, Mitch? On a budget of fifteen point five million dollars, it made thirteen point three million dollars. So they yeah. didn't even break even. 
No. Can we help it? Does it show where it's streaming right now? <laughs> um, let's see. Let's give it the Amazon broadcast. Hey, uh, you, you can watch it on it Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Plus. Oh, there we go. I would recommend checking it out. It's it's an enjoyable movie. There's some good action. There's some fun stories. Some badass killers. And Charlie Day is kind of annoying, but that's what he does. Yeah, it's a good book. Yeah. Do are any of you big Always Sunny fans? I I love it, but I feel like I haven't watched it in like maybe ten seasons. Oh, so you haven't seen it since season nine? Yeah, dude. Like the last one I remember as like a new Always Sunny is the one where they try to sneak into the Phillies game and they go to the secret tunnel in the Holiday Inn. Holy shit, Mitch! There's like (laughs) that's you haven't seen like two thirds of it. Oh, also Dennis Reynolds making a murderer. I remember that one. That's a yeah, more that's recent true. one, but that even that's like probably like five years old, right? Yeah, but they've only done a handful of seasons in the last five years because of COVID and shit. Mm. I haven't uh, watched it very much. It's fantastic. Have you guys, any of you seen the musical episode, Dayman? <laughs> yeah, like okay, the one where they do the live production of it? Yes. And it's yeah. like one of my favorite musical things in the history of time, but I always thought it was just for Gweegwos like us. And uh, they they do a wonderful podcast where they go over their old episodes now and rewatch them and then talk about them together. And it usually just turns into them talking shit about each other. But hmm. uh, they had a special guest on that one. And it was Lin-Manuel Miranda. And he Whoa. came in and like freaked out about how good it was and then was like asking Charlie questions. And it became like blatantly clear very fast that like Charlie's like an idiot savant. Like he <laughs> doesn't understand what he's doing or what it's called or the terms for it. But his mom was like a piano teacher. So he learned really young and has handles, but he doesn't know anything because he like begrudgingly learned as a child and then <laughs> didn't continue to like learn as an adult. He just has it because he learned it so young and then like has concepts of what he thinks is it's like, it's just such a great podcast. If you're going to watch it, it's on YouTube and you can watch Lin-Manuel Miranda's mind be blown that he's talking to someone. He thinks it's obvious that he thinks if like Charlie got education he'd be better at it than he is no it's just like (laughs) watching someone where he's he's asking him basic questions about like yeah when you're doing that in the song and then you do the transition where'd you get that and charlie's just like i i I thought it was funny (laughs) and and you do the thing and then you do another thing yeah and then he'll turn around and do it on the piano live during the podcast and you can see lin-manuel just being like that's really hard to do man like really hard to do that's like a insane skill to have to be able to do that in the middle of a song and keep the structure going and charlie's like yeah i don't know man i i, I just think it's really funny so if, <laughs> if, 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 I, if i wasn't doing it to be funny i don't know if i could do it but and and lynn's just there talking about like what a genius musical it is and that it's like people oh. don't take it serious because of the story subject but it's like yeah, the technique the technique involved. well done yeah the technique the music the song structure the little flares in it and they have charlie's other composer that's the show's composer who helped out with things like on on stage during production and added things and flourishes so there's another dude taking some of the credit but you can just see that lin-manuel miranda's brain is broken by the fact that charlie day is capable of fucking any of this or that it wasn't like charlie put his spin on a thing that a whole team was doing the fact that this little fucking weirdo came up with the whole thing at a piano just blows his mind theory yeah charlie day is a reincarnation of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Wow. Could be, deep, but bro. I don't think he's That's that deep. good on a piano. 
Wolfgang Emma Day. Charlie Day. Wolfgang Charlie Dayus. On the day. 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 That's awesome. Okay. All right. So who sang that? Taco. Falco. Falco. Taco sang the other one. Taco sang. Taco. No, Taco. He sang. It was a cover. Grande. Putting on the Ritz. Taco saying putting on the Ritz. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that video was so trippy when I was a kid. I was like, I'm never going to New Orleans. I don't even. That's just like, oh, man. Look up the Taco putting on the Ritz video. That shit will trip you out now. And, and he did Rico Suave, right? That was his big hit. Taco? No, that was. Oh, my God. That was someone else. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but. Rico Suave was just Rico Suave. Yeah, that Gerardo. Was oh, Gerardo. 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 Oh, yeah, I'm. Yeah. It's because I'm thinking of the Weird Al parody Rico, of Rico Suave called Taco Grande. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys watched the weird Al? Have you talk and watched about it yet i haven't watched it yet so i mean you, yeah, is there really good weird? really good yeah it's wonderful okay it's free too you just go to roku and watch it yeah i'm definitely gonna watch it no it is wonderful because it's a parody of a guy who made a career doing parody oh shit so it's on a, like a third plane <laughs> it is oh, dude, it's, it's- stupid wild yeah is he involved was he involved at all like produ- production yeah. wise or anything yeah oh, he's yeah. in it because i know he was all about oh he's in it okay he's in it oh that's yeah. awesome no it's shit it's done as a parody of it's so good okay it's based on a funnier die video that they did like seven years ago or nine years ago or something and apparently like weird al has been on the record three times now i think saying that like it was the most asked about thing when he'd do meet and greets People would be like, are you going to do more of those Weird Al documentary shorts? And then during COVID, like he hit the kid up and was like, hey, like, what if, we, uh, what if we flesh this out and did a whole thing? And the kid was excited. And it's like the first thing he's ever really done. And it kicked ass. Like for this being a freshman. Then we're going to get Harry Potter to be fucking Weird Al. Dan- I mean, yeah, Daniel Logan. Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. I call him Daniel Logan because it's just like he's going to be Logan, I think. I don't Logan. Know. Did you do you know the the premise of the movie of weird me yeah no I just thought it was a biography of his life kind of a well I mean it, that is the premise of the movie it yeah. is however it's he he's all about creating original songs and and then um, having somebody bite one of or parody one of his songs go ahead Jake say it. okay well, okay he's, he's doing parody up until he's not right but but that's a strong part of and then. And then He's Michael the Jackson rips him off <laughs> because he wrote Eat It before Whoa. Michael Jackson wrote Beat It in this version of the story where he was also dating Madonna, who he's also on the record of saying he met once 45 seconds on air. Right. That's but in this thing. In his whole career, that's the whole. Oh, shit. Okay. Up. Okay. But he has, a, he has a, yeah, he has a big thing. <laughs> She's like a Yoko Ono for him. There's a, so the whole Weird Al movie is basically Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Pretty much. Like, that's a parody within a parody, no, parodying the thing. The movie all, itself yeah. is the parody of the... It's so good. I, I I saw it on a deeper level, and I it, 
I don't okay. know. And I, I saw I, a breakdown with Weird Al where he talked about the parts that are real. They're yeah. the most fake seeming parts. A bunch <laughs> of the real parts are the parts where your brain is immediately like, oh, okay, so this is where it's fake. And he's like, no, that's what I could squeeze in. That was the oh, real. Yeah, and, he, I think it was a list of six that he ran down where he's like, these are the six real, very true scenes in the movie. Honestly, though, the best part probably is the all the cameos. Uh, just all the 80s and 90s characters. Gallagher still fucking tears me up. Yeah, it's it's really good. You should see it. It's fun. No, and my kids liked it. It's, it's family friendly ish. Oh, I watched that. Speaking of kids, I watched that new Disney Strange World. Yeah. I went to yeah, theaters that for that. Just tanked Fuck. at the box office. Fuck that movie. That movie sucked. <laughs> um, Whoa! I had to go to the theaters like, and see it. Yeah, that's like the worst third act in a movie. Almost because the first two acts are so good, the third act sucks. It turns yeah, into it a very preachy, weird thing. It did. It just got very preachy. And uh, yeah, it just left me a little kind of like, okay, what? Okay. Yeah. It, and it bombed. It bombed in the theater. It's one of the worst performing Disney animated films in a very long time. I don't know yeah, about ever, but they're going to take Taco and Titi out behind the fucking. Uh, woodshed and work him over because of it. was that his movie no but he was a voice in it i think oh, okay i was like dude there's no way he was in charge of that somebody fucking nah, fucked that up no nah, yeah it's so wait what well, can you guys bad. elaborate what is it what do you mean like preachy it was so oh dude, shit, like, sorry i went over to this other tab to look up strange world and the it, fucking taco putting on the ritz video was playing oh god <laughs> play for us uh it's it it goes from being like a really interesting story about a family that was explorers and then things went wrong while things went right and then they're going on another adventure together but then the third act just makes like one hard switch where now it's all about like we can't abuse the planet you guys just you can't even it was basically like you can't even not even you can't abuse the planet but like any kind of like um they typecast all these different characters that just like this type of person this type of person and all yeah. these types of people are bad and they're all ruining the planet. And it was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. And there's um, like almost no resolution for any of the shit that's gone on. And like it it feels like somebody came in and made them redo the third act to be that. Yeah, or like for a cartoon reshoot. That's hilarious. It, it, <laughs> it feels like a reshoot. Like the the movie is such an abrupt change of pace and tone and quality of writing all at once like all at once the movie just nope because i heard it sucked and like for the first two thirds of yeah. the movie, I'm like, why does everybody hate this and then i finished it and i was like man fuck that movie i'll never get that time back yeah i can say so my uh, daughters daniel didn't enjoy the end he was just kind of like okay but we had fun it's because i've been putting it off to be honest with you my kids have asked about it if it's your oh. dog has opinions about that movie, apparently. Yeah. I uh well Dude, so you're what you're saying think? don't even watch it like just to see what you're talking about. No, it's not even worth seeing what I'm talking about. Like it's it's bad. There were a couple other gaps in the writing early on where I thought that was like a weird thing, but it was just Disney making a decision. Like like I encourage you to not watch it, but basically like this dad and his son go exploring. And the kid discovers a plant that's like basically magic and powers everything on the fucking planet. But the dad doesn't want to stop the expedition where they found the plant. He wants to go to the other side of these mountains that no one's ever been to. And like the whole expedition agrees with his son. Like, no, I think we found something important here. 
and he keeps going and never comes back. And then it flash forwards, like whatever, 20 years later or some shit. And he's like an adult who runs a farm that supplies these things. And it's the power energy for the whole planet. And it's cool. But his son like wants to be an explorer like his grandpa. And son, son. Yeah, his son's son. So the grandson of like the old man who went missing. But the old man's been missing for forever. And then this kid... <laughs> The old man's having a conversation with him about like you chase an ass or like what's your what's cool about your life and the kid's like well there is a boy and the old man rolls with it in a way that makes no fucking sense for a guy who just came out of the woods after being gone since uh, ostensibly the 90s you don't think like, he's yeah, that fucked makes- a lot of weird things me- after being in the woods for all that years no it was just like weird that they made a point of him like gendering it in the first place when he asked the kid and then the kid like correcting him gently with his answer and then it being a complete non-fucking issue. Mm. Like, it's just a weird moment. Like, they did that. They set up this thing that should be a thing, and then they just roll with it. Like, oh, you want to be this? Okay, I'll say that. Even though I'm from a bygone era where that would never have floated. Yeah, but it's like not even like an eyebrow raise from the old man where you see him like quickly do the math and accept his grandson. It's just like, well, that's amazing. What's his name? Like, it's just. Right. Okay. Which was weird. Maybe like, he, was the, he was the progressive guy that went missing in the 90s and he could have helped shape society. And that's the point they were trying to make. That is strongly not Whoa, the tone Mitch. of his character. It is way, <laughs> it would be way weird for this guy to be like way progressive back in the day when he Mitch went missing. It just blew my, not my mind right there. Yeah. No, it's got a weird reveal at the end. It does leave. It just, it's, it's just strange. It made me think about like all the things they say that live on your skin and you don't even know they're there. Let's just put it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that last pullout shot, which was also like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that creeped me out a little bit. It was just like, okay, this is way too weird. And it makes no sense. Well, and they, yeah, that makes no like, sense. So they've had, they've had no contact with anybody else on this giant fucking turtle that's the size of a continent just floating around in the fucking ocean. Yeah. And then what is the turtle? Is like, is it? I thought it was supposed to represent like a Manjapia or whatever, all the continents before they broke up. I thought that's Pangea. what I was going to see. Pangea. Pangea. Yeah, no. yeah. And it was just a turtle. I was just like, okay, this is fucking oh, weird. The gra- a giant the- turtle floating in space, the great Atuan. No, it's floating in the ocean, dog. It's not even that. It's just in the ocean, and the other continents are there. Uh, It it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. The The turtle from Finding Nemo? It's a way, way, way bigger version of that, but yeah, it's huge. Like the size of Australia. It's a big turtle. That's what I mean. So for them to have never have (laughs) contact with anyone else who would have like come up to them and been like, y'all know you're living on a fucking turtle? It's it doesn't it sucks and they like really had the potential to have a good movie on their hands i think i don't know you guys telling me how hard it sucks kind of makes me want to watch it in like a mystery science theater 3000 type I'm, way i'm with mitch you, you're gonna you go love it that knowing just... it then you're gonna like maybe enjoy it in a way that's weird this is true i had no expectations i like the wind thinking it's the bad, font like... it, it made it look like indiana jones they used the same kind of like you know oh yeah they did they yeah. sold it with that and i was like disney take the kiddo go check and out it kind of has that sort of adventure element up until right it doesn't and then all of a sudden yeah. it just doesn't hmm. Damn. i don't know well I fe- I there's one like other thing i don't have to watch i haven't been watching <laughs> doom patrol i have it 
I need to catch up on that shit. I want to. I'm one episode behind. I haven't seen the one about Dorothy just because, man, am I not excited for Dorothy to be back. But I think it also means the street's back. Danny? Danny? Oh, Danny's street. Because she she left with Danny. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fuck. Wait, was that? Did she leave with Danny after she got back from being in the past working? Okay. It's been a while. It's been a while. Then they have the big, like, she brings about the apocalypse and the old man sacrifices himself. Yes. All right. And then I haven't started the new season yet just because, well, we just finished Wednesday a few days ago. And man, that was so rules. Yeah. Have you watched that, Jeff? No, but if it's good, I'll, if it's good recommendation, I'll start it. His family as a kid? Um, I did actually. I preferred them to the monsters when I was younger. Not that they were on at the same time. Well, I guess they were always on at the same time on reruns. But if you like the Adams family and you like the character Wednesday, it's a very good show. Yeah, I'll check it out. If Daniel's into it, I'll watch it. I just watched Top Gun the other day, finally. <laughs> I waited so long to watch that. Um, I haven't seen it. Paramount now. You haven't watched it yet? Oh, man, I, I kind of had fun with it. I didn't expect to have as much fun uh, watching it as I did. Um they essentially redid Top Gun, right? I mean, the same. Yeah, they kind of did. Just re- they definitely redid several shots. I mean, they tried it beat to for beat the same movie, though, is what I've read. It like pretty much time. is, but it, it's like down fun, to the though. volleyball scene and everything. Like it's just it's, the same movie. It's, 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 time, it's right? not volleyball. It's this weird football. It's a different kind. It's not even beach football. They're playing like some weird uh, offense versus defense all the time. I, but it's but at the same moment in the film and shit, right? Uh. It's just set up weird. You have to see it, man. You'd really have to see it. It's set up in a way that like if you could if they were like to say you have to make a cheesy ass 80s movie uh, and you have to use these six elements or five elements and make it good. Uh, they did it the best way they could. They they put these scenes in to be like, you know, it's coming. You know, it's, you're, you know, you're going to see this. But then it's nostalgic and part of the movie at the same time um and it's it's one of these kind of movies where you never see tom cruise put himself kind of as the heel not the heels in a bad guy i mean more like the butt of the joke so so maverick is kind of the butt of the joke through the whole movie and he because he's He's old old man well he's old he's old as far as how young people see him but he's old as far as how his superiors see him as well because he just has never taken a promotion has just been stuck in his way and just I'm Pete Maverick. And uh, so the, uh, everyone looks at him. It's just like, dude, you're a relic. Like, you're just, you can do one thing really good. And then for some reason, America needs him, which, you know, that bring on the cheese um, to save the day, uh, to teach the, yeah, dude. Oh, you get the music, Kenny Loggins, dude. You get that. I mean, right off do the bat. Do they take you to the danger zone? Right off the bat, dude. Right off the bat. Like the highway. It's the intro to the fucking, you guys are doing the intro to the movie. Um, <laughs> but it's so fun, dude. Val Kilmer's in it. Oh, and that part is like, is tough. The Valkyrie scene is tough, but definitely check it out. If you if you can watch Uh-oh. it for free, I'd definitely say watch it. Damn. I, I couldn't believe how much I liked it. I kind of I yelled out loud a couple times, like, whoa. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was definitely fun. I need to watch that. I'm I'm I mean kind of like off the beaten path for what we normally watch, but 
I was I've just been watching random movies recently. I watched I saw Kiss Kiss Bang Bang for the first time. The first time? Yeah, dude. What a great movie. Yeah, dude. That's the only reason they kind of trusted him to not be fucked up the whole time on Iron Man. Exactly. And it makes me fucking sad that Val Kilmer can't talk anymore. Yeah, well, that movie's so good. You gotta God, watch him so talk. Good. He talks in Top Gun, buddy. <gasps> what? No, uh, it's a it's is it an AI over thing? Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, they have somebody all, else do his uh, lines and then it's all it messed him. up. Yeah, yeah, because he can just like barely talk. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, does he do the teeth thing? Oh, the scene though is great though. The scene, no, he can't. Uh, the scene is really good though. It's it's really good. Ice. Oh man, I'm gonna watch it again. Damn it. What's uh what's your favorite Val Keller role? Have we talked about this so well? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a hard one. You see, I'm not Batman and Bruce Wayne because I have to be. No, because I choose to be. I liked him in uh was a real genius. Yeah. That was a good one. Real and, genius, top and Doc secret. Holiday. Oh, top secret was great. Yeah, yeah, Doc, so good Doc, Doc Holiday. Holiday or the doors is Jim Morrison. <laughs> So good. I got two guns here. He sang all the fucking, he did all that singing back then. And that was before like the proliferation of soundboards that could make it to where anybody could do that. Yeah, he nice. did a hell of a job. He tricked also, the doors into approving him by giving him a cassette that was supposed to be Jim, and they were they couldn't tell the difference because they, they, they opposed him singing in the movie. And then he tricked Manzarek and uh, Bobby. He was really good. He was that good at sounding like Jim that they were like, we can't tell which one's us and which one's him. Wasn't he Mm -hmm. also um, the hallucination of Elvis and true romance? Yep. Yes, he was. Yeah, I liked him. in Christian Slater. Yeah, I liked him in a lot of movies, but there was that. Mad uh, Mardigan. Thunderheart. Do you you remember Thunderheart? Oh, dude, I do remember that. What was that? Is that a race car movie? Um, no, I'm no it was like Horse and Sword, kind of, wasn't it? No, it was like FBI on a on a native reservation. Oh yes, um, oh yes, totally, dude. He was a family ruled or a cop or something. That movie uh, was so good. A young mixed FBI agent is assigned to work with a cynical veteran investigator on a murder, poverty stricken Sioux reservation. It was almost like True Detective before True Detective. Right, kind of like that kind of feel. Yes, yes, actually, okay. that's a good way probably to describe it. I'll really check ni- that out. Early nineties. Yeah, that movie was so. Oh, dude, I remember that movie. That was so good. Thunderheart. I'm gonna have to look, relook that one up. And I want to say, uh, you also in the Jackal um, or the Who was the guy from to- uh, Young Guns? In it as well. Okay. Wait, from Young Guns? Yeah, he. I think he played the Indian. He was like the detective on the Indian Reservoir. Oh, that reservoir. would have been that was Reserve. Green. Okay, no. Okay. Oh shit! The Ghost in the Darkness, the Isle of Doctor Moreau. <gasps> Ghost in the Darkness. Oh That's a yeah, good the one, Isle man. of Doctor oh, Moreau. Yeah. That movie sucked. I saw it. It sucked so bad. I saw it in the theater, Jake. I saw it in the theater because I was so excited because I thought it looked like some like not sequel, like a sequel, not sequel to Apocalypse Now. I just was like. Okay. Oh man, we're going further down the river because it also had, um, obviously, you know, one of the greatest actors of all time, but who played, you know, from Apocalypse Now. Um, but he was in it. It was one of his last, yeah, Brando's last roles, and he was almost playing the same character from Apocalypse Now. And Val Kilmer was so hot at the time. I think it was around the time he was Batman. So I was like, I got to go see this movie. It and was it a sucked. year after he was Batman. Yeah, dude, it sucked so bad. 
It sucks. The so documentary bad. about it's like one of the funniest things I've ever it's, seen. It's better than the movie. Oh, by a lot. So that's hilarious. That movie. Oh my god. I was so excited to see that shit. Matt, hmm. uh, left turn. Have you been keeping up with Southside? Southside. Uh, there was uh, there was a really funny episode with the the cult. I, I watched that one where Kitty is all all up in this this dude's cult. It's like almost like an MLM thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to flee on a plane. And then there was another episode where it was her, like, uh, the cop's birthday. It's not just cakes, right? Yes. Is that the, yeah. It's not just icing or is it not just cake? Something like that. Yeah, it's it's not just four cakes and it's icing in like a hand yes. pump. Yes. So you can have icing on anything. God, um, that's so fucking funny. And then the birthday one. The birthday one with the, the family. Get to, that shit was funny. Funny. Have you, Jeff, have you heard of a show called Southside? Oh, what's it on? I used to talk about it. Uh, HBO Max. HBO Max. I turned that one off a while ago. (laughs) That app. Central, but now it's HBO Max. Dude, I'll definitely check it out. Is it about Southside Chicago by chance? Yeah. It is. Oh, no shit. Okay. It revolves around like a a rent to own. What is it called? Yeah, it's a rent to own, but I forget what theirs is called. Yeah, a rent to own. Um, where they're constantly having to repo people's shit, but they're talking about the personal things they got going on in their life. It's funny. Yeah, I'll definitely funny. for it. Fuck. Certain episodes will be about whole side characters, like all the time. Like it's really good. It's really well done. Uh, I listened to the two creators do an interview recently where they were like, that's why it's nobody's name in the title. We really envision this being like a Black Simpsons. We want to have the richest cast of people we can have. As Is it an- it's animated? No, no, it's like oh, a live okay. action, but like everybody's an exaggerated version of themselves. Okay, it's, so they're uh, very much like damn near animated characters on a Simpsons level, where you're not doing Looney Tunes esque things very often. Yeah, right? both the creators and uh, writers are in the show. One plays a lawyer that becomes an alderman. The other <laughs> is a a weird. He's a cop. He's, he's a cop. He's, he's a very gentrified night. cop, but he. he him and his wife adopted a white kid. Yeah. Um, and then his his actual wife is his partner in the show. And yeah. his brother is pretty much like a main character. A yes. uh, guy who works for the rent-to-own. And then that dude's best friend is brothers with his boss in the show. Uh, they're, yep, twins. they're twins. It's fun. It's, there's a lot of fun stuff going on. I highly did you recommend see the- did you see the Kwanzaa episode? No, I don't think so. Oh, was my where fucking God. The alderman was wearing a, the, the dashiki? Yes, it is wild. It's just, there's, a, there's a film competition in the city to win 500 bucks for making the best Kwanzaa film. Oh. So it's a bunch of short <laughs> films. It's like a totally different format than the other episodes. And it is wildly stupid and funny. And then the newest episode is DJ Alderman, where the Alderman oh. goes back to being a DJ. Oh, uh, we're a couple episodes behind then. Oh, God, it's so good. I was I'm crying in. laughing at it the other night, man. I'm, I'm so in. glad they saved this show. You think it it's going to come back for a fourth season? It is. I think they've been renewed through five. Nice. Nice. It's a fucking hit now. And it, it wasn't on the air for like two or three years. Like not even because of COVID. Like it was gone because Comedy Central canceled it. So it's like really great that this got picked up. I wish the same would have happened with Detroiters, but Tim Robinson and the other guy whose name escapes me. Sam something, right? Sam, Sam Can't be Sam Robinson. 
Yeah, but Sam, uh, those guys have just gotten way bigger since the cancellation of their show, and I think it'd be expensive to get them back to talk them out of the movies and TV shows for Netflix and stuff they're doing now. Hmm. Yeah. Which sucks, because Detroiters is maybe like the funniest fucking thing that's been on TV in 15 years. That's is that on the same channel? As uh, I think it's on Paramount Plus. It's it's Comedy Central. It ran for like three years on Comedy Central and then got canceled. Kevin Nash plays the, the crazy dad who's in a loony bin. The wrestler uh, Kevin Nash? Yeah, Super Shredder, dude. Nice. Yeah, he's the dad. Uh, it's those two playing best friends that run his dad's very successful advertising agency after he's been committed to a loony bin and it's so goddamn funny on every level every bit i can rewatch it infinitely and like laugh at it like it's brand new because the jokes are so wildly different than everyone else's sense of humor nice has anybody um, seen avatar yet no nah, man <laughs> the first one or <laughs> the second one <laughs> no. uh no um would my, be, my kiddo uh, went and saw it with his grandmother and he really liked it he explained to me it and said he liked it and said it was long uh, but he made it through, but I, nah, I don't, I barely remember the first one. I don't even know if I made it all the way through the first one. It's and I'm not a, yeah, I don't hate James Cameron. I like James Cameron. God, he made the goddamn Terminator and alien, uh, but he just not. Yeah. First one not, was visually stunning. Yeah. Uh, visually. Cool. Yeah. I guess but it looked cool. Everything else about it sucked. I would, I would agree. I didn't yeah. think it was a very great movie. I don't know. <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because, uh, Allegedly, the third Avatar, called Avatar the Seed Bearer, is going to release on December 20th, 2004, on the same day as Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Go Sonic. And Yeah, because that's exactly it. 2024. 24. Okay. Um, and so Collider.com's Facebook page said, which one are you going to see? And I said... I'm going to see Sonic 3 because Avatar 3 is probably going to get pushed back 13 years. <laughs> and those fucking cowards hid my comment. <gasps> so I just want to say a full-on, officially licensed broadcast geeks, fuck you to Collider.com. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I'm not we, wrong. That's when the were we thing. supposed to get this movie? 2012? I don't know. And it... It wasn't even that I said Avatar sucks, which it does, but I just said, I'm going to watch Sonic 3 on December 20th, 2024, because James Cameron is going to be diddle dicking around trying to fucking make this movie for another 13 years. And they hid my comment. So fuck them and fuck their website. Fuck Collider dot something. Don't even know. No, I hope this movie tanks so he can finally be canceled. Because the only reason he hasn't been canceled is he's protected because a bunch of studios have a hundred million dollars into his ass. Oh, I don't think this. He found the Titanic, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, this is a real story. So I can't remember the name of the actress, but she's been in. I think she's one he uses quite frequently. She recorded her part in this movie five years ago or something, six years ago. And she said, when they asked her about what she thought about it premiering, she's like, oh, my God, I thought that movie came out a long time ago and bombed and no one ever talked about it. Oh, yeah. That was one of the big actresses. It was Falco. Edie Falco. Yeah, from The Sopranos. She was just like, oh, my God, I didn't know that I thought it bombed. And that's just like, whoa, man. Um, Hey, that's strange to just do that kind of work and not even think about what happens to it when it goes out in the world or not even care. Um, But damn, that's crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, it sucks <laughs> to almost fucking get drowned by James Cameron for a shot and then just be like, hey, I thought it already came out. Six He's, years yeah. later, you're nominated for a Grammy or an Emmy or some shit. (laughs) What did I do? The movie should all be diverted. All this money should go towards better movies. Well, uh, I did. I did see Baker a little bit ago, and he's been weirdly defensive about it online. When people have been saying (laughs) that it's a long movie, he's been jumping in the comments to like be like, "Oh, really? Is that the joke? Is that the joke? What's going on here? Is that the joke?" How long is it? It's three hours and 18 minutes long. So it's about three long. hours, two hours. I love Baker, but I feel like this is rooted in maybe the first thing he jacked off to was Ferngully. <laughs> yeah, James Cameron. And you, Cameron. Uh, I just, I just, I think it's funny, but I, I don't know. It's one of the, it's, it's already made on a budget of 350 to $460 million. <laughs> it has all that matters, right? Yeah. Um, it's already made $955.2 million. Rotten Tomatoes is reporting it's only grossing 134.1 right now. Oh, that'd be so good. That'd be awesome. Not that I'm rooting them for them to fail, but I am. I am. <laughs> I want um, I want camera. Well, the, the other one's already made though, right? Number three. So he's gonna release it, but damn. I mean he said that 12 years ago, dude. I think he's full of shit. That's true. 12 years. Is that when the first one came out? 12 years ago. Yeah. Wow. 13. It's, I mean, <laughs> Matt is laughing. It's it 13 it's, years ago. Yeah. Ah. Uh, here, here. So on Monday, his long delayed sequel generated a huge 31.5 million domestically and 52.2 internationally. Yeah. Respective totals to 293 million in North America. And 661 overseas. That was 12 hours ago. Okay. The the holiday rush is over. Like, you know what I mean? Holiday always gives it a boost. I don't see people going out a week and a half, two weeks from now. Let's go check out Avatar. You're willing to give up some of the story if you could just sit there and enjoy the visual. And there are a lot of people that are able to do that whether they're on drugs or not. So yeah. when you watch a movie like that, it's probably going to be visually spectacular. You're like, oh, this is beautiful to watch. And you're like, wait, what did what did this guy just say? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But look how beautiful it is. That's yeah. unobtainium. <laughs> Adamantium. Unobtainium. They put their genitals in the horse's tail. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the first day of Navi training. Um, Blue all right, now go over there and ponytail fuck that space horse. <laughs> That's Avatar 1. And then Avatar 2, here's the plot summary. Go over there and ponytail fuck that dolphin. What are they going to violate in part three? Each other? <laughs> they're they're going to fuck trees, dude. They're going to go full superstar. They get all preachy about saving the environment. Yeah, Every they'll tree. hook their armpit hair up to leaves or some shit. <laughs> and there'll be a different shade of blue that's like more teal and greeny because they fuck trees. Right. And why are there no fat Navi, James Cameron? Where's our fucking representation? He's a fucking dick. Well, he's almost, he hurts a bunch of people on set. He's a fucking pervert. He should be canceled. Fuck that guy. Did you hear about the the incident on Titanic? Where he made her let him draw her naked with like no one around? That too. But what? also, yeah, he was the one that yeah. drew the, the actual drawing of the draw. Me like your French girls. He drew yeah. Kate Winslet. Um, and then he also she it. got hypothermia because she wasn't allowed to wear a wetsuit underneath her clothes. 
And he almost killed, he almost drowned someone on the set of the abyss to get he a made shot. The band kept playing. Was, yeah. But, <laughs> but notably, I mean, dude, he would have, if it was a practical effect, he would have been like, I don't care if these guys die. Right. Yeah. What are these? Just, they're not even real <laughs> actors. They're just, they don't even have an IMDB page. They should have handed him the keys to the twilight zone franchise. <laughs> just like, yeah. <laughs> How many people uh, would we have lost? Um, the thing I wanted to bring up was that there was one night on the set of Titanic where shooting had wrapped for the day or night or whatever. And uh, one of the, the caterers brought in a huge vat of this like corn soup or whatever. And then everybody who ate it was like really manic and they were really great. They were like, oh my God, this is the best fucking soup I've ever had. I'm going to go have some more. And uh, they went back and then everybody got sick, real sick. And it turns out that the uh, the the chowder had been spiked with PCP. Ah, I had read something about to that. try to get them to shoot longer and work more. And- I don't know. To this day, it's one of those unsolved Hollywood mysteries of who spiked the chowder. It's probably that pervert James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no. First was- clue. Yeah, yeah, dude. I need him to pull a Brian Singer and lay a stinker so that everybody can be <laughs> fucking done with his pervy ass. He came up to that soup and was like, I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Dropped all the PCP into it. Now lay down prone. <laughs> And breathe in this water. Yeah. Show more titty. <laughs> I need this to be accurate, child. Oh, yeah. He also said that the, the female Navi needed to have breasts or else it wouldn't be realistic enough for him. Yeah. He's 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 like a, definitely a weird little rich guy. Do they like he's got that? enough money. He'll be fine. Oh, hell yeah. Ponytail yeah, fuck my the tits. have sex. Their nipples hook up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to see the movie. If the kids force me, maybe. I don't know. I don't see myself wanting to see it. There's so much stuff I haven't watched that I should watch before I would watch something like that. I'm going to watch it. discerning taste. I don't see them wanting to see more Avatar. And and maybe this is unfair. And we're very, all four of us are very biased against it. So if anyone wants to come in and extol the values of this movie, open forum. Yeah, come on in. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, how, how could they tell us? Um, yeah, how would they, how would they tell us, Mitch? How would they tell us? Well, they could uh, write us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. They could follow us on our Facebook page, or they can follow us on Twitter at broadcastgeeks on Instagram broadcast underscore geeks. They could like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars. Give us a review on Podbean, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We have a dormant Reddit page, r slash broadcast geeks. <laughs> That you can do whatever with. I don't know. Send nudes. That's what we want. Send nudes to our Reddit page. Do a drawing of some fucking Navi nipple titty fucking their ponytails. And I'll tag be so endlessly for- happy if that appears on our Reddit page. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can do that. Um, or you can just come back and to see us again next week. We'll be back with more broadcast geeks action. Well, uh, Jeff, would you like to lead us in our uh, signature sign-off line? Oh, God. Uh, oh, it's been so long, brothers. I don't remember. You guys go ahead. Excelsior! Excelsior. <laughs>